Vamos. Welcome back to Ghostbusters Minute. Ghostbusters Minute is the fan podcast that chronicles and overanalyzes the classic 1984 film Ghostbusters Minute by Minute. I'm Kyle. I'm ready. Thank you so much for joining us for Minute number 83 <laughs> of Ghostbusters Minute today. Uh, we're going to be getting into what's going on in Minute number 83, but real quick, I want to talk about tomorrow's episode. We have Ethan and Ellie from Two Minute Terminator That's on. That's right. It's going to be a great episode. All the way from across the pond. Yeah. Yeah, we really... England's, England's finest uh, Movies by Minutes podcasters. We call them the prettiest uh, duo in podcasting. And if yeah. you can find a picture of both Ethan and Ellie out there, I think they have them all over their, they're, their they're, site and stuff. They're both very attractive, attractive very people, handsome yeah. people. They really uh, are. Yeah, but they, whenever you hear the term uh, faces for radio, they do not have faces for radio. They were made for the pictures. Which is funny because I think Ethan is an actor and he's done some uh, work in film. I think we kind of are going to get into that in the episode tomorrow as well. Yeah. So, uh, You and I will stay behind the mic. Yeah, for the yeah. betterment of uh, everyone in the well, world. Well, you know, with energy like they have too, sometimes you just let them go. You just sit yeah, back and you let them go true. because they are uh, it's so entertaining just to hear them chat. And yeah. it was, what's funny is that you, you kind of forget that you're recording a podcast with them. It's like yeah. just getting on the phone and just I don't know chatting with some up. friends or something. Yeah, 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 exactly, and talking about things that don't make sense, and then trying to bring them back into whatever relevant issue is that you're talking about. And uh, yeah, in this case, it was what? Minutes uh, 84 and 85? No, it's just minute number 84. Just uh, minute they're here 84. For, yeah, they were, unfortunately, we were only able to do one episode. I mean, we, we're almost done with Ghostbusters Minute. We could still screw this thing up in a big way. <laughs> yeah, so. in a big way. Yeah, yeah. All right, Brady, ready to get, it, get into minute number 83? Let's do it. In the previous minute, we saw the Ghostbusters complete their trip up to Dana's floor. That's floor number 22. <laughs> the Ghostbusters have just exhaustedly stepped off of a stairwell. At minute number 83, after being asked by Ray if 22 was Dana's floor, Vinkman responds, Yep. At 8310, the Ghostbusters exit the stairwell and appear to be relieved that their journey up to floor number 22 is finally at an end. They survey the destruction in the hallway. Egon makes note of that the art design, excuse me, that the design in the hallway is Art Deco. Ray asks, which unit is Dana's? Bankman responds that it's at the end of the hall. At 8320, we cut to an exterior shot of Dana Barrett basking in the glow of supernatural lightning. An obelisk can be seen over her left-hand shoulder. Both Lewis and Dana have taken their places on the pedestals where their terror dog gargoyle forms previously stood. At 8328, we cut back to an interior shot of Dana's apartment. The walls are charred black, and her piano is destroyed. Dana's front door creaks and falls to the floor. The Ghostbusters silently enter the remains of Dana's apartment and look around at the destruction. At 8341, we cut to a matte painting serving as an exterior shot to 55 Central Park West, showing the destruction of Dana's apartment. The camera slowly zooms out to show the scale of the building. If you look close enough, you can make out the Ghostbusters walking through Dana's apartment. At 8353, we cut back to an interior shot of Dana's apartment where Ray has now located what used to be Dana's kitchen. Ray looks into the kitchen, and after seeing the stairs, which used to be hidden by a refrigerator, asks where they lead. And thus ends minute number 83 of Ghostbusters. So I think my big takeaway from this minute is how great the matte painting looks. Yeah, absolutely. You know, well, go ahead. No, no, it serves as like a zoom shot. So we kind of start closer on where the Ghostbusters are, and it pulls out to show uh, not just how tall the building is, some parts of Central Park West, and then down on the lower parts of the painting, you can actually see the people that are supposed to be down there on the street. What's cool is that, um, yeah, you you know, see the Ghostbusters in the room moving around, which is great. Uh, But the, actually... um, Ivan Reitman was disappointed because because it's a map painting, they couldn't get the cars moving or any activity down on the street or anything. And I don't know why he'd be disappointed because I actually kind of prefer the fact that the streets are at a standstill. I mean, everything is gridlocked around all these city blocks. 
And right. so uh, I think it kind of adds to it. Yeah, because the shooting of the movie, as we know, caused it all to be closed God. down. To, uh, like, Isaac Asimov had to walk back to his house during the yeah, shooting. Yeah, like 60% of Manhattan or something. So do you see the other motion going on in this shot when it pulls out all the way? Mm, no. uh, so right across the street, there is another like porch or balcony, and there are a couple of people moving around, and really? they're like, live actors that are on the shot. I've yeah, never it's like, seen that. So it's like a purple top of a building and you can see a couple of human beings walking back and forth on it now i've never seen that i have to describe this properly because the matte painting has an open part of dana barrett's apartment you can actually see the actors the ghostbusters or actors playing the ghostbusters walking around the apartment to get from the door to the kitchen as it pulls out to its full completion i guess is the best way to put it you can see that on the lower right hand side of the screen there's like a purple balcony and there's a couple of people walking around on it that's it's all a very, i've never seen that very little very tiny detail but uh, it's one of those things now that we're watching these in you know high definition you can really make that out yeah so it's seems so stuff- strange that they would go to the effort to include that yeah well i mean again you know it gives it more of a lived-in feel yeah. and, and everything so uh we were talking in the previous minute yesterday about the destruction in dana barrett's apartment you noticed something about the piano didn't yeah, you? yeah that's right well whenever peter comes into the apartment the you know shot composition is the exact same as whenever he initially came in earlier in the movie and mm-hmm. the the like the you know prop or set piece whatever that is most notable is the piano right there that he goes over and kind of messes with the keys and says they hate this well, the only thing that is still standing is the piano. And of course, it's blown to smithereens. Yeah. But it's, it's, uh, I just think it's funny that it's the exact same person coming into the door with the exact same camera set up, and the piano is the only thing that's still there. I never noticed that. I never put two and two together for that. Yeah, that's uh, it's pretty crazy. And I love the the char marks on the wall because the walls are all black, but it's speckled with like little white spots. You know, it looks like almost like it's uh, been there's like black mold growing on it or something like that. But it's you know the blast of all the pieces coming apart of her apartment have made little pot yeah. marks and everything. Yeah, it's a strange detail that they would think to include. Yeah, yeah. So other than that, not really a whole lot going on in this shot. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's uh, you know we got the funny part where you know Ray asks Peter, "Is this hers?" And he's just like, "Yep." You know, but it's mostly <laughs> to establish the size of everything here, like we talked about in the last episode uh, yesterday about the idea of them going to the top of the mountain to fight the monster. Yeah, this is what they're doing. They climb to the top of the building, and we get this panned out uh, establishing shot to show just how high up they are. And there's a couple other cool little techniques they use, like them getting to uh, 22 floors high yeah. is very, very, it's very, very tall. high. Yeah, that's and, a long walk. Yeah, and uh, so the, you know, there's that little technique, a sign at a staircase that says 22. Yeah, and then they also have the matte painting in the previous minute, uh, looking up the staircase. So there's another example of just showing how high up we are going to be at this finale. Yeah, this trope, as you call it. Yeah. So, yeah, man, no, that's, uh, that's all that I've got. That's all I've got as well. Uh, so, folks, thank you so much for joining us today. Again, come back for our Friday episode tomorrow. Ethan and Ellie from uh, Two Minute Terminator. I am Kyle. I'm ready. And we're here to remind you that death is but a door. Time a window. We'll be back. Later. Ghostbusters Minute is a fan-supported podcast. To become a patron of Ghostbusters Minute and gain access to exclusive weekly bonus content, visit us at patreon.com slash gbminute. If you like the podcast, then leave us a review on iTunes. You can contact us at GhostbustersMinute at gmail.com and visit us online at GhostbustersMinute.com, Facebook.com slash GhostbustersMinute, Twitter.com slash GBMinute, and look us up on Instagram at GhostbustersMinute. Our theme song is Ectoplasm by Audionautics, which is licensed under the Creative Commons Attributions License.